may not look like much. She's got it where it counts, kid. This is the Millennial Falcon. I'm Josh. And I am John. Today, John is laughing at himself and making faces for unknown reasons. <laughs> Today, we're talking about Season 2, Episode 17 of The Clone Wars, Bounty Hunters. Yeah, this is a one-off episode with the return of of one of my another one i feel like i always say this is my favorite character <laughs> you do do that I a little so bit many, I, I have so many favorite characters but this is a return of of a character i really enjoyed hondo anaka yeah <laughs> hondo this um, your thunder there sorry <laughs> no that's all good i was just gonna say right off the bat like the and the way they animated him mm-hmm. i don't know if it's just my brain but he looks like they just did him so much better. I don't know what it is. I didn't notice. But maybe I just, I don't know. But he just looked, he looked really cool. All right, well, let's just jump into it. Let's just Tom. jump right into it. Take us away. The Death Toll Rises. As the battles intensify and threaten a growing number of Republic worlds, planets are left to survive on their own, while the Jedi struggle to fight a war on many fronts. A series of medical stations have been established as a lifeline for those in need. But the facilities are easy prey for separatist attacks. After losing contact with the medical station orbiting Felucia, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, and Ahsoka Tano are sent to investigate. So before we get to the official description, this one seems like another one of those episodes where it's like, okay, wait, sorry, what happened, Tom? <laughs> it's like oh, he mentions all this stuff that seems to have no bearing on this actual episode. Like, I don't know if it was just me, yeah, but I, I, he brought up all these different like wars. And I think they're actually showing clips from previous episodes of them just like having different battles with the separatists all over the the place. And then he talks about these like medical stations, which I, I feel like we have seen them talk about like clone medical yeah, stations like medical before. Outpost? Yeah. But this one there, it seems like it was like, that's what they were about to go investigate. And then they got shot out of the sky by the vulture droids or whatever and they crash land on a planet classic clone yep. wars episode crashing on a planet after a battle but yeah i feel like most of what tom was talking about there had absolutely nothing to do with yeah. what this episode actually is about anyway i want to get to the official description official description official description Offish description nope how come i can't find it oh there it is okay so for the official description Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Ahsoka Tano form an uneasy partnership with four deadly bounty hunters to help protect a local farmer from Hondo Onaka and his band of pirates. Well, first of all, it's not just one local farmer. It's an entire village of farmers. But (laughs) that's okay. That's all right. The one thing I will say right off the bat is Obi-Wan seems strangely unwilling to want to help these people at all and i don't get it yeah i mean i don't know i feel like it's one of those things where it's like this isn't our place to 
intrude. Like, I get what they're saying, like, where they eventually got anyway, where he's talking about how, like, they need to learn to defend themselves. It's like every place they go, they can't just, like, defend every single village and every single planet against the Separatist forces. They have to learn how to defend themselves. Uh, or, mind you, this isn't even Separatists in this situation. <laughs> it's pirates. Um, but, yeah. Before that, though, I thought those ejection seat bouncy balls I were wanted really to say cool. That. I wanted to say that. <laughs> when they were crash landing on the planet, they I basically... Was, I was kind of surprised. Yeah. I'm like, that's not a parachute. Oh, that's a bouncy ball. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be way worse than a parachute. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe it protects you from all sides from like... I think you're kind of harnessed stuff. like right in the middle where you're like yeah. not being jostled around, but... It's just like, especially depending on how high up you are when you use that ejection seat, ejection seat, that'd still be a huge impact to hit the ground. Well, they're, they're quite thick from the looks of it, so yeah. they would have a lot of bounce to them. Just like you get like serious whiplash in that thing. No. <laughs> but the return of a very cool character. Mm-hmm. None other than Mr. Hondo Onaka. It's also a little weird that, like, in the beginning, they're like, oh, we're investigating a disappearance of this medical base. And then, like, the rest of the episode, you just never hear about it again. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I what was I was ex- saying before. I was expecting it to be a twofer at least, but. Yeah. No, it was strange. That, that's what I was saying. Like, everything Tom Kane talked about was just kind of like, what? But yeah, these bounty hunters, Sugi was like the female lead. She's mm-hmm. her, her alien species, it's she's a Zabrak, but. They're also considered from from Daphimir. Daphimir is the planet, but that's the same alien species as Darth Maul. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so she's the same alien species as, as Darth Maul, but she is a Zabrik, which I, I didn't know this until I looked it up because I was trying to figure it out. It's like, is she the same alien species as Darth Maul? Zabrax is kind of like a core species, and then the Daphimir was like a subspecies of this alien because we haven't got there yet and it's literally my least favorite thing in all of Star Wars. But the Night Sisters, they're like witches and stuff, but they're all Dathomir. Like they're mm. all from So what is Maul? He's also from the same species. But, like but is he Dathomir or is he 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 is a Zabrak, but the the males of the species always look like that. They always have the spikes yeah. on their head. But that one subspecies that became witches, they don't have the spikes. So it's kind of like this just interesting, interesting. kind of like alien race thing that they came up with here. But anyway, just thought that was cool that she is the same species yeah. as Darth Maul. That's cool. Again, in this episode, this is the underdog sports movie episode. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it like definitely they're, is. <laughs> they're, they're teaching an entire village of these yeah. like... Training teenage montage. mutant ninja turtle looking farmers that are not teenagers <laughs> and are not mutants and are not ninjas. Yeah. And are also not turtles, but they look it. Um, yeah. They're training them how to defend themselves. And the whole time they're unwilling, like, why are we paying bounty mm-hmm. hunters to defend us if we're just going to do it ourselves? And we're not, we're not, this is not our way of doing it. This episode really reminded me of an episode we've already watched before. In season one, it was, it was season one, episode 13 called Jedi Crash. It was the Lerman mm. people. Do you remember that episode? Yeah. Where like, it's it's another one of those like Jedi show up the one at where this they, like, village. They're, they're very passive. They yeah. Don't, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The pacifists and stuff like that. Like it was a little different, but it's the same concept in the sense of they basically helped 
some village that couldn't defend themselves kind mm-hmm. of a situation. Yeah. And then eventually they got the people to actually defend themselves by the end of the movie or, mm-hmm. or the episode. So very reminiscent of that Lerman episode. Yeah. I thought that too. This was kind of like a, like a recycled episode. Mm-hmm. I didn't love this one. It, no, it wasn't. It, it was I don't think okay. it was, I don't think it was as good as the Lerman episode. No, no. And like, like elements of this were really cool. I think they could have, they could have, honestly, they could have made this a lot better, but mm-hmm. I felt like they just breezed through it too quickly. Yeah. There was some cool fight scenes, though, mm-hmm. with some of the assassins and stuff just against the yeah. pirates. The, the the ending of the episode was really cool. I just was like, we got here too fast. Mm-hmm. The training montage was also really cool. Yeah. But again, I'm a sucker for a good training montage. Mm-hmm. I really like Embo. The guy with like the giant mushroom hat thing, like the the giant like plate on the top of his head. Yeah, and he uses it to like as a shield yeah. kind of thing. Oh yeah, he basically has like a Captain America moment where he like yeah. throws it and it bounces that. off and he catches it and everything. It was actually really cool. Yeah. <laughs> but he straight up kills one of the pirates. Like he literally breaks his neck, and then Obi Wan and Anakin just show up and like, well, that happened. Yeah, I don't care. Well, he's not a Jedi. We can't really. Yeah, it's like I don't care that you're just murdering pirates in front of me really ruthlessly, kind of a thing. It's like I guess we do that too. I don't know. Sometimes it's like the Jedi go back and forth with how willing they are to kill people. Yeah. Their, their morals. <laughs> yeah, their morals. I wonder if it's like a if the situation seemed to fit to warrant it kind of mm-hmm. thing. I don't know. I did really like you. You mentioned this. I did really like all the different bounty hunters. The four of them. I thought they all. I thought they were all like. Yeah, they're cool. Pretty cool. The hat guy was cool. The guy with the big suit. Embo, yeah. The guy with the suit who ends up like just being a little guy in a big suit. Yeah. So okay, so we have a so we have our our Captain America, uh-huh. and then we also have our Iron Man. Oh, I was gonna say he was more like you remind me of Men in Black, <laughs> where there's the tiny alien inside of the person. I don't even remember Men in Black at all. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even remember it at all. The Anakin versus Hondo scene at the end. I thought it was really lacking, in my opinion. I thought that, I thought they rushed it. Yeah. I thought it, it was too quick. Yeah. Also, I feel like they made... Like, Anakin is friggin' Darth Vader. He is so talented. He's extremely capable. Like, he's one of, like, the best fighters in all of the Jedi. And he struggled with a fight against a pirate with one of those zappy sticks. Like, I feel like it was way too long of a struggle... For him, like, I feel like he should have just easily been able to overtake Hondo, but he struggled with it. I had a theory on that, though. Yeah. I don't think he really sees Hondo fully as an enemy, though. I think it's just like, you're here, you're kind of a a nuisance. You're not like, I think, I think it's just like, they're not Sith. They're not like. Right. I don't think he wants, he doesn't want to kill him. Yeah. So I think he's trying to hold back. Mm -hmm. Which, but then. That's out of character for Anakin to want to hold back. That's true. That is true. Yeah, that the whole scene just felt a little like uh, poor well, to me. Like we said, I think this whole episode they could have done it really well, mm-hmm. and I'm almost wondering if it was like this is dangerously close to the Lerman episode. Yeah. So, yeah. The only difference is is that the farmers weren't pacifists, they were just scared. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally the difference. <laughs> they were scared of fists. Yeah, and they're not fighting droids; they're fighting pirates. So yeah. I guess that's the other difference. Well, then this one does have its differences. Like it's not like mm-hmm. they're fighting the Sith or just like you said, they're just fighting pirates. 
I don't really have any other comments about this episode. Yeah, not really. Yeah, not a lot to say. It's just kind of one of those really classic formulas for an episode. Uh, so this might just be a 15-minute episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is fine. This is yeah. a short one for you guys. Oh, you know what? I did want to ask you a question. It yeah. doesn't have Let's do the ratings and then I have a a question for you. Okay. About Star Wars 4 stuff. All right. So, into the ratings. Story. It was just okay for me. Yeah. Not super great. I'm going to give it a 6.8. I gave it a 6.2. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think there was really anybody developed here either. Like we met some new characters. 6.8 is a bit high. I'm going to go 6.5. Yeah. Like, we do meet Hondo again, but I don't feel like we learned anything new about him. Yeah. I like that Hondo was here. Mm-hmm. This episode was not worthy of his appearance. Yeah. Yeah, it was just okay. It was just yeah. okay. It wasn't bad. Like, there was some enjoyment in it this did, one. It did wet my appetite a little bit for more Hondo content. Yes, I think. it does do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, the, yeah. and there was some cool action scenes and stuff. But for story, anyway, 6.2. Just okay. Yeah. Artistry, it was fine. Like, the, the some of the visuals were good. I, I feel like this planet doesn't really lend to any like spectacular visuals necessarily it's just because of all of the just saturated colors and stuff things Mm -hmm. just look a little bit too cartoony in this episode it just looks like planets we've already seen a bunch yeah yeah it was there wasn't anything too much they could have done with this as far as like a visual spectacle goes yeah i don't know it was fine uh i I gave it a 7.1 i thought it was still like artistry Yeah. yeah artistry I'm going to go 7.0. 7.0? All right. Entertainment value. I did I did have fun with I did have fun with this episode. Like yeah. there, there was some fun stuff. Uh, seeing the pirates interacting, Hondo's like whippy uh whippy witty comments mm-hmm. is always fun. Um I also really do enjoy it when you get like the three of them together, like Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Ahsoka mm-hmm. all together in the same episode. That's always fun. Entertainment value, 6.8 for me. Just like the high end of yeah. the sixes. I'm going to go 7. 7.1. 7.1? Yeah. Because right. I did enjoy it. But yeah. at the same time, I remember like, that's it? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. In the sixes, it's just kind of like, well, that was good. It left me wanting a little more. Yeah, it left me wanting as well. So that makes my uh, total a 6.9 out of 10. Minus a 6.7. So that gives us a 6.8, I believe. 6.8. Official review. Millennial Falcon, Season 2, Episode 17, Bounty Hunters, 6.8. Okay, I have a question. Yes. Maybe Maybe not so much a question, but I have a... A, th- a, a thought process yep about the force uh-oh this isn't one of those like charter Binks things this is a genuine question okay so they always talk about bringing balance to the force right mm. yeah but then so does that mean that the the sith don't ever need to be eradicated there just needs to be a balance of good of light and dark side hmm. interesting or is there supposed to be a tipping ba- a tipping point of like more light side because why well why is there a dark side of the force then hmm. yeah that's a really interesting thought because they do yeah. always talk about bringing balance to the force i remember seeing apparently at some point freddie prince jr is in some star wars content i don't know i'm not even sure if i know but who I that remember, is uh i remember seeing a you an instagram reel video where he was in an interview and he was talking about this like 
the the force will always try to bring balance to yourself. Like like I was I, I thought about this in the previous the Holocron Heist episode we reviewed last week. So Darth Sidious sends Cad Bane to break into the Jedi Temple, mm-hmm. but then through the Force, Yoda is able to. He's like, I sent the disturbance in the Force. Yeah, some this temple is not safe. So it's like I'm gonna. If like the force is a person, it's like I'm gonna let you break in here, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna leave it unchecked. Like I'm gonna give them a warning, but you're gonna do it. Like kind of like it. It has to balance out. Mm-hmm. The push and like, pull. Like there's the, the yin and the yang. The yeah. like. Yeah, that's interesting. It there is a point in I cannot remember if they do this or no no no. This totally is Clone Wars. There's some Clone Wars episodes where they're so unusual that there are a group of people out there that just like to consider them non-canon because they're just so out there but now especially with current content that's coming out they're kind of referencing a bunch of this stuff again but they have a whole few episodes there's this whole arc that we'll get to at one point where it's literally all about the balance of the force oh okay like the whole topic is the balancing of the dark and the light sides of the force where yeah, I won't get into it because we'll get there when we get there. But um, they really do dive into that at certain mm-hmm. points. But I really don't have a good answer as in this time. When, when have they said bring balance to the force? When have they said that phrase as far as like our watch our watch through? I don't right know now? if they've said it and I can't even give you a specific example, but I know it's been said before. Yeah, I feel like it has too. I just can't um, remember because I think it's Yoda. Because they didn't even know that Sith were still existing until they saw Darth Maul in The Phantom Menace. Because at that point, they're like, I thought the Sith were extinct, kind of a thing. Because they thought mm. Jedi were the only ones that were out there using the well, Force up until very recently. <laughs> well, that brings up... Well, that makes me think again, like, there does need to be a balance because there's mm-hmm. Jedi for so long. Yeah. Well, okay, this... Let me try to... This, I thought of another aspect of this. Like, like we've already had a lot of episodes. Tales, Tales of the Jedi really dove into this. Mm-hmm. The Jedi aren't as pure as they like to think they are. Yeah. Like yeah, there yeah. are some drawbacks to the Jedi. Yeah. So perhaps it's like without the Sith to keep the Jedi's like fighting for good, they're just left unchecked. And without the Jedi to keep the Sith in check, they're just going to grow very powerful and just the whole universe, the whole galaxy will be on the dark side. I don't know, dude. So this I don't know. Is, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's another thing with George Lucas in, in, in Star Wars where it's like, he a lot of it is just like, hey, you can interpret this how you want. Yeah. Like, he just kind of puts it out there and maybe yeah. in his mind is like, this is how I know it works mm-hmm. and this is my creation. Yeah. But I'm just going to let you think like. Because like from some stuff I know about like the Force and things and just like future content that we're going to get into, I don't know if that theory really makes a lot of sense to me. Or I, I can't explain it though. Like, Am I asking a question that requires a lot of spoilers to answer? Not necessarily. It just requires more of like an upfront memory to certain things that they don't quite yeah. have right now. Well, also, I feel like you've seen a lot of this content. But for yeah. me, I'm like, if if we're at the iceberg, I'm not even below the water yet. Right. Because, you know, iceberg, like there's a mm-hmm. small part of it on, up top and the, the majority of it's like yeah. flowing below the surface. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like I feel like. I feel like we haven't really even scratched the surface of everything. No, we have. What's going on? We have it. Good questions, though. We'll definitely be diving into that. We'll probably have a lot of conversation yeah. about that once we get to those episodes where they I reference would. it. Well, that's another episode. 
That's another episode in the books. In the books. Follow us on Instagram at the Millennial Falcon Podcast. Like we said last week, give us your feedback. Mm-hmm. What do you like? Do you like now that we now that you have a few episodes under under our belt? Do you like the new rating system? How's it working? Like, yeah. Do you think? Do you think we could improve on some things? Let us know what you think. Let us know. Join us next time as we discuss season two, episodes eighteen and nineteen, the Zillow Beast arc. Um, oh, is this a monster movie thing? It is. And nice. I I have fond memories of this episode. If it's the ones I'm thinking about with Zillow Beasts, because they come up yeah. a few times. This is so cool. Fun fact about Josh. Mm-hmm. Josh loves monster movies, and he yes. got me into Godzilla, mm-hmm. and I never properly said thank you. Yeah. Even at the very beginning of this episode, when they crash land on the planet, there's these giant monsters that walk right in front of them. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa what should we do? And I couldn't remember those monsters like whoa what are those when did those come up like i love them already (laughs) not to get back into like the weeds of this episode but that's another thing that kind of bothers me like you start off and you're fighting the sith and then you just crash land on this planet we're abandoning that story Mm -hmm. like we're not even gonna mention it we're not even gonna do like a whole arc on it and then we just we see these beasts and we're not even gonna address it this they'll they'll come back they'll come back this episode seems sloppy this sucks i'm changing all my ratings to fours Okay, well, not that bad. (laughs) All right, we'll see you next time. Okay, bye.